everybody. Welcome to the Frankcast. We are really excited today to be doing something a little bit different. We just finished up our recaps of the episodes for season one. And now we are going to be doing a little bit of a look back at season one, some of our favorites. And we're doing a ranking of all the episodes. And it's going to be super fun. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. And Larry's here. Hello. Yes. And Colleen is here. Hi, everybody. Yes, thank you so much for uh, doing this. This is going to be fun, and I think we should just dive in because we have a lot of episodes to talk about. Yes. So we're going to start with the bottom, and our least favorite, we agreed upon uh, together on this list, uh, and we went with our least favorite is the nanny-in-law, and uh, I had given this one a 4.5 uh out of 10 my lowest score of the uh of this season and uh why do you think this ended up last larry it just the subplot wasn't interesting enough um really the highlight was just kind of chloris leachman's portrayal of nanny mueller but the rest is kind of like uh, uh you know it just i don't know it wasn't interesting there wasn't enough funny moments to kind of overcome the weak plot of it it was eh. yeah do you agree colleen i agree and as much as you liked chloris leachman i thought she was okay but i thought it was also yeah. a little bit too much for me yeah and she's not my favorite anyways so it wasn't <laughs> an appealing episode for me you know yeah so. and i didn't really like the niles and her no. hooking up oh no, that was yeah. weird it was weird and there was a really funny scene at the park with fran and the other and he's in that that episode Mm -hmm. but it's not a total loss but yeah least favorite yeah uh, for sure and uh so all right then next we have maggie the model and uh colleen can you remember what we uh liked didn't like i give this one a five so halfway this wasn't first of all i i couldn't buy maggie as a model at all because yeah. i felt like she's just such an awkward child and and she hasn't really hit that point where in puberty where she's blossomed you know at this stage of the episode and at the stage of the show so i just didn't buy it mm-hmm yeah such a formula like we talked about in our review a lot of shows have done this type of formula about the model and you're like getting big or whatever in the sitcoms of the 80s and 90s and it was just not done very well the photographer was like horrible dick uh, andy dick yeah in there is like this creepy photographer and even the model ex-girlfriend to maxwell i don't know she just yeah her name was Chloe, yeah, and she just she wasn't pretty enough, I don't think. No. Not to be rude to the mo- to the actress, but but I, they should have gotten somebody like Christy Brinkley or someone like that. That would have been way better, right? And uh, so you didn't really buy, and and I don't know. It just felt kind of uh, shallow, yeah. and there wasn't the heart that you usually get in the nanny uh, for this one. But it had a few funny jokes yeah uh, particularly with uh with fran you know whenever she whenever she has a freak out moment she's freaking out about somebody it's always funny oh and then this one had the worst like credit sequence with that like foot oh the feet thing. yeah i forgot oh, yeah. Yeah. 
was horrible. I was like, this was the worst out of all of the the post credit whatever stingers. Yeah. So I uh, I have a couple of my worst uh, fashion, and I don't know if it was in which episode this this was in, but I the the first nominee, and then I thought we could decide on what was the the worst of the worst uh the first uh nominee is the vegetable vest do you remember this in the uh in the uh, shrink episode yeah this imaginary friend imaginary friend episode oh my gosh it was terrible (laughs) so that's our first nominee and it's just like what is she doing with vegetables on her sweat on her uh, her, <laughs> that jacket. What? Part of it, I, I, I didn't expect as we went through kind of like revisiting a lot of these episodes that I hadn't seen in a while. I, I didn't expect to be like, what is on her clothing so often? <laughs> and I said that to myself so many times in season yeah. one. It's like, what are those cutouts? What are those weird paper people? Why are there vegetables? <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Well, yeah, and the dress with the spaceman on it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so many weird things just like copied and pasted onto her clothing. That's like, exactly what it seemed like. <laughs> Copy and paste. Yeah, and so I, I don't know. Yeah, I have it that it's a. Uh, uh, I guess no, maybe it was a jacket, not a vest. But yeah, that 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 episode you had the red turtleneck and then plaid jacket with a tomato and an eggplant on it and a carrot <laughs> on the sleeve. <laughs> so that's I our did. first nominee. If we ever find ourselves, like if they ever do a nanny convention or something, we obviously have to go. I think we should all put together a turtleneck vegetable look for the occasion. (laughs) I mean, I feel like a turtleneck would be mandatory. Um, So hopefully it's in a cooler month and not in the middle of the summer. Um, but whew, I mean, some of these bad looks might end up being like some of the most memorable in my mind, like the vegetables. I would love to know if, if people were, I mean, I, I, cause I was in like middle school, so no. I just had terrible, you have terrible fashion in middle school. Colleen, did you look through any of your looks to see if you wore a lot of turtlenecks? <laughs> I, I remember having turtlenecks and yeah. I did wear them occasionally, but I did not wear them every day. <laughs> yeah under like two or three other layers no and i did not i do remember like um you know having like some of those gap crew neck sweaters when i was a little older like in high school which i'm a little older than you guys so that was in the ni- early like early 90s yeah anyways so it's like um i remember turtlenecks under some of that stuff but now i'm thinking man i can't even like all I ever want to wear now is a t-shirt or a tank top. I'm so hot all the time. I'm like, how could I stand that? <laughs> well, I don't like having things like, I feel like I'm getting choked when I wear a shirt. I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 I like it. I don't like it. Uh, but we did get a, a, a comment on the Twitter, uh, FrankS14, make sure everybody's following, Ooh, uh, from nice. AMP Speak Out. And she says, she says, hello, you've been talking about her turtlenecks and how covered up she is. A couple things from someone closer to Fran's age. Turtlenecks could be a dicky or a sleeveless turtleneck. 
And though her legs are covered, her skirts are quite short for every day in that time. So yes, that's, that's true. But yeah, I mean, she was, she is very covered. I mean, pretty much just the sexy nanny outfit in a nanny in law. And I guess her like formal dress, you know, is, is there was sleeveless. A, There's a few, but there not was a many. couple dresses near the end of the season a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think moving forward, once we escape season one, I think yeah. the turtleneck trend goes away, but the... It, it just was shocking because really like we were saying it's been a while but i just remember in my head and i think you know in the pop culture lexicon she's viewed as this kind of sexy stylish a little risque nanny yeah. brand so to go back and watch uh, a season of turtlenecks was just like oh uh <laughs> this yeah. is a lot more conservative in the <laughs> dress code yeah. than even the characters yeah. in the scene are making it out to be yeah 93 was a moment for turtlenecks and nylons <laughs> we had no idea and no all idea. the colors and nylons and all of them Vest. I was in college. I just started college in '92, and I'm like, "There's, I'm like, there." I was not wearing that in '93. No, I can, I can tell you that for sure. Good. Definitely. <laughs> if you, if you, if you were, we, we need to see photos. Uh, no, need- you will not see any photos. <laughs> we need them on the Instagram. Come on, it'd be great. No. <laughs> All right. So next up, we had the new schlep. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right. But this one, it does have some good laughs. It has some funny, funny bits in it. But it's just so bizarre. This whole idea that that Maggie is upset with Fran for dating her boyfriend. Like, I don't understand why this is even any kind of possibility. Uh, like, what? <laughs> He's in high school. She's an adult. Like, that shouldn't even be a plot point. It's so weird. Yeah, the the older couple at the movie theater was definitely like the highlight of this <laughs> yes, episode. Far sure. and away, they were they were fun and funny. But yeah. I mean, even the whole date thing, like her sitting next to them at the movie theater, yeah, the whole concept of like, oh, so you're gonna break up with him or turn him down, and yeah, it's like what? <laughs> uh, I mean, weird. he's an adult. Like it was. Yeah. That was really weird, really, really weird. And so, yeah, that's why that one just gets a five for me and is so far down the list. Yes. All right. So number 19 on our ranking, we have the butler, the husband, the wife, and her mother. And this one is another one of those sort of very tropey filled episodes. People have to pretend to be other people. Mm-hmm. And it's there were funny, definitely funny moments. Uh, particularly with Mr. Sheffield pretending to be Niles and you know whenever the door would ring <laughs> he was kind of like oh what and then you have the the butler association like <laughs> there yeah. um so there's some funny parts but it felt kind of I, I didn't really like the dynamic between uh Fran and her cousins mm-hmm. and just Fran being judged and feeling she just puts on the show for these cousins and fact that sylvia is is kind of making her do it i didn't really like that and uh yeah it's 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 one of the weaker ones yeah i definitely agree i think it's just yeah yeah uh, she should just because fran is so 
such a firecracker she's not gonna take that from these stupid cousins (laughs) yeah and they were not they were so cliched that it was just too much like they weren't believable to me so next uh number 18 we have personal business and this is the one where fran goes on the date with the soap opera star that uh is uh she's first really excited about uh, but then he turns out to be a total dweeb. And uh, I did like the fact that uh, they, they, that he's like mad about having to spell the word Stoklo- letter <laughs> Stoklova. He's like, Andrew Lloyd Webber doesn't make me do that. <laughs> yeah. Spell. That was funny. Uh, there's some, there were some funny jokes in this. And the whole dynamic of the fact that they're living in the same house so things are gonna get personal and they're doing that whole thing with like the hand movements to <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh yeah you knew that this this guy was a real soap star right this this guest queen yeah who was yeah. it again um Miss from days of our lives for sure um, yeah broccoli his eye patch oh my gosh who was evil it? twin oh steven nichols yes yeah. yes i forgot who it was at first steven nichols yes very famous soap star soap uh icon i guess you could say so this one got a 5.5 for me uh, and uh so yeah we're out of the we're out of the fives now so, all, so pretty much everything else coming up we liked uh to some degree or another i'd say um so the next up we have a plot for nanny and this is the one where fran starts to date a clown well first he's a uh, (laughs) he's a a funeral director and then he becomes a clown and there were some really good jokes in this one uh with uh particularly with fran more dating the funeral director (laughs) there were some funny funny jokes and also some some interesting moments when you see mr sheffield starting to get awkward about the fact that fran is dating and starting to feel kind of jealous and and stuff like that yeah i think this definitely brought up an interesting discussion on our review of course about (laughs) dating and their occupation that's right (laughs) but yeah it was it's a it's always an interesting thing and kind of a fun gag for you know kind of a a serious person to follow their dreams and then their dreams turn out to be something ridiculous and then you know you're kind of faced with that weird dilemma Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and and because you don't want to be a snob but then again like it's hard not to have some opinions yeah you know so yeah and this one i remember had some pretty crazy outfits uh that they had the um uh the there was the leopard print coat with the puffy there's been a lot of puffy shirts Mm-hmm. that we've had in this season the the second only to turtlenecks and sometimes <laughs> there would be i swear a puffy shirt and a turtleneck i swear we and a vest all and three vest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is uh she she also wore a high high-waisted jeans in this one and oh. and that is the most unflattering look it just doesn't it doesn't look good on any 
anyone. Oh, it's terrible. And, and they're back, back in style. Yeah, they're back. They are back. <laughs> I mean, a thin, beautiful woman like that, and, and they just look ridiculous on her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the funniest part, I, I, I think the funniest line in this one was when Niles, uh, when when mr shuffle tries to get niles to give fran the talk yeah about oh, not right. i mean he's like i'm not doing that <laughs> oh, <I> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh that's funny yeah so that one is a six and it's it's a pretty fun one so okay next we have uh sh- uh we have the christmas episode is next up and that's number 15 or 16 in our ranking and this got a number six and this got i think major bonus points by the fact that colleen and i are on the podcast i think it was it was larry it would be further down yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) this one was okay for the most i just i really didn't like the ending (laughs) my old curmudgeon uh grinch self did not like that spirit christmas kind of ending i was like oh gosh well Uh, (laughs) we all agreed that we didn't really like that the whole confessional yeah it was awkward because yeah yeah, we had that discussion about confessional because yeah it just doesn't work like that yeah yeah there and and her christmas outfits were just um very on the nose is how i'd put it (laughs) yeah that's right very green (laughs) red and white yeah Yeah. and weird greens like olive greens instead (laughs) of even traditional i don't know it was i know what you're getting for christmas larry it's an ugly christmas sweater i thought she was gonna say the duties of schitt's creek but (laughs) i got i got real nervous no No. (laughs) all right so number 15 we have the uh we have slept away and this one is another one of my has another one of my nominees for the terrible fashion the there's a lot of terrible in this one uh but the tropical outfit that she chooses to wear uh where she looks like the woman in the chiquita banana (laughs) oh yes label is really bad and the fact that she supposedly packed that to actually wear as like a on her trip is pretty bad uh but but yeah and there's several really bizarre outfits that she wears in this uh there's one that's not that but then she wears this crazy white hat this weird hat yeah and there were some weird hats yeah i I don't know if there was really maybe one maybe two hats i liked but for the Uh most part the hats were a miss for me all season long Mm -hmm. uh they just never quite meshed with the outfit or they were just never they were never quite right um Mm -hmm. they maybe in theory could have worked but uh, just never did but this one had some funny jokes i mean especially with cc being stuck there uh it's sylvia's uh house there was some funny thing at her their apartment and sylvia making tongue <laughs> the wall that made me oh, laugh yeah. right and uh so there's some some good ones there so all right and now we're at 6.5 uh ranking so we're moving up uh and the next one is uh the show must go on so this uh this is our number 14 spot 
and this had definitely had some funny jokes uh between uh, <laughs> between uh particularly fran and maxwell as they both have their styles for you know directing this play and uh, you know like carol channy comes on when he wants a big voice and he right. <laughs> yeah. like that was pretty funny and uh so it was it was a good one there were some funny cc had some pretty funny jokes i think in that one as well particularly at the end with that little boy and then <laughs> she's oh, trying yeah. to impress right that was cute. that was funny and uh, so it ended up getting a 6.5 from us and uh so all right uh, the next we have uh, number 13 we have deep throat uh so this one wasn't too long ago that we talked about and uh it uh it's our it's at seven so we're moved up to a seven and uh this one is uh, i'm trying to remember <laughs> i've already forgotten it <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> what's that Brand had to have her tonsils oh out. yeah 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 that one we actually all felt kind of bad for cc in that one mm-hmm. yeah this is the one where it had its funny moments and it definitely had the entertaining stuff i loved her interaction with the doctor yeah um, mm-hmm. for sure it just it mm-hmm. made mr sheffield look kind of like a jerk in the end to cc uh when all three of us were definitely on cc's side you're like oh no uh, right. <laughs> yeah it, it pushed it a little maybe too far with you know making her stay there all by herself the entire time but there's definitely a lot of fun moments and this certainly sparked the the romance up to a new level yes yes you're my field so good mr Meffield, i love you <laughs> oh so good <laughs> So yeah, uh, and uh, the, yeah, there were some harsh jokes from Niles. I, I, I remember <laughs> this one where Susie says, "You wouldn't leave me hanging," and it says, "No, we've cut you down in a week or two. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Then we have at number twelve, we have gym teacher, and so this was with Rita Moreno that uh that the joke of some of the the nazis flew fleed to argentina she went to queens <laughs> that was yes. a joke and uh so yeah that was the main uh she was uh, she was funny i think we we all liked rita in that mm-hmm. role and yeah so yeah that was sort of the main appeal there was some the- weird fashion in that one yeah and then yeah, uh, yeah maxwell's um sideline i think we all agreed was much weaker but yes. everything with fran and rita moreno was really fun so yeah. it was like uh, uh you know fun enough to to outweigh the kind of bleh meh moments with max right yeah then at number 11 we have franny's choice and i think our main problem with this was really just that we felt like this should have been the finale yeah yeah we all kind of agreed yeah it was it was like it was fine it was it had a lot of really nice moments but it just it didn't leave room for another episode after it right yeah yeah i think i think that's true and and i i think it was nice to get danny back for one kind of 
good. It, that made it feel even more like yeah. the finale because you have to start with her breaking up with Danny, ends with it just makes sense. The and outfit, Danny. Yeah, come in with the outfit, leave with the outfit. You know, kind of clothes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they really set yes. it up like a, a season finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know it got bonus points from Rachel for those saucy kissing. Yeah, uh, it did. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And he Mr. Sheffield. He was a, no, he was a nothing. Danny. Yeah. Imperially or whatever. <laughs> and Mr. Sheffield being so jealous. Yes. I love that. That was great. <laughs> That's my favorite. Uh, and so, all right. Very good. Okay. Then next we have the family plumbing. And this this one does have a, quite a few funny jokes. Uh, you have uh, you have the the plumbing down. So Fran brings in her uncle, and her cousin comes, and is there's the whole plot with her and Brighton. She's kind of a mini Fran, and uh, and we get the big moment where Fran sees Mr. Sheffield naked in the shower. Yes, uh, it's pretty funny. It's 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 well done. Yeah, I think that moment is like a, a fun defining moment of the yeah. first season. It's her walking in on him in the show. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And so now we're in uh, our top 10. That's our 10, number 10 of the season. So uh, number nine, we have uh, Smoke Gets in, in Your Lies. So this is just the second episode of the whole series. And uh, it's, it's still pretty, it's pretty funny. And uh, it's uh, it's where we start to really get to know all the you know all the characters after the the finale and uh, we I mean the the pilot and we see Fran start to learn that she's gonna have more influence over these kids than she thinks uh, and she has to be a little more careful. <laughs> I mean yeah. she tells the story uh to brighton about this tough mm-hmm. guy that was all cool and in, in high school and everything and then he starts to smoke and uh so it was pretty <laughs> pretty pretty funny and grandma yetta yes yes the only like, time we saw her all season yes she was so good mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was another kind of weird thing for me um re-watching just because they stuck out so much in my mind of course we get more of sylvia for sure but just kind of the the l- lower amounts of screen time for grandma yetta and sylvia in this first season um they're such standout characters to me that i was like oh i forgot that they they played such a smaller role to begin yeah yeah i know me too i thought that yet it was in at least a couple of episodes i didn't really she was only yeah. in one at first mm-hmm. uh so then we have at number eight we have i don't remember mama so this is the actual finale and we liked this one we just yeah. thought it should should have they should have flipped them yes in the second to last but we liked it i love the the anything you can do i can do better yeah it's cute <laughs> so cute yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What, was it? what were those two what was the mother daughter name bobby uh, joe bobby and- joe and betty betty sue <laughs> something <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah um so then we have at number seven we have here comes the brood and this has one of my nominations for worst 
dress (laughs) of the season i mean it's kind of a cheat because it's supposed to be a hideous bridesmaids dress but it really is a hideous bridesmaids (laughs) dress it's so bad (laughs) and sylvia's dress is terrible too it looks awful uh, but this was a sweet episode. This one has a lot of heart between her and Grace. And uh, and some funny moments between Fran and Cece, which is like, if you ever tell that, anything like that. And then also just Cece trying to take the kids to the zoo. Oh, my gosh. Funny. <laughs> oh, that was really funny. With her ridiculous safari outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then at number uh number six we have uh my fair nanny so this is the third episode of the season uh where uh, the they're trying to impress uh, uh impress these people so that maggie can get into uh the school or the, uh, the um and repress the right backers it's a debutante society that's what it is mm-hmm. Anyway, and so they're giving they basically all my fair lady, as the name suggests, uh, to uh, to try to groom Fran, <laughs> and and you see her in her weird voice and her weird and uh, it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, this this episode, mm-hmm. everything yeah. with her her vocal inflections, her now I know brown cow moments. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes, this one uh, I gave an eight to. So we're we're yeah. pretty high at this point. Yeah. Uh, then at number five we have imaginary friend, <laughs> and this one is one of my favorites. It's uh, so funny. Yeah, I wasn't even sure why I didn't give it a little bit higher. Maybe I was just being kind of stingy because I do think it's it's very funny. The whole idea of Grace's imaginary friend and when they're doing a CPR. Oh, on it it's hilarious i love yes uh what uh, i love maxwell in that scene he just goes right charles shaughnessy goes for it and it's really yeah. funny and the weird couple at therapy is so <laughs> oh yes that we're get odd. out now why you still can <laughs> yes yeah so that's number five all right number four we have sunday in the park with fran and this uh we gave i gave an 8.5 to yeah she hits him with the oh yeah head. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> that one has a lot that one had a lot of funny jokes uh but we've seen uh there were a lot of good cc jokes i feel like in that one and uh as as fran is getting like more and more sort of punished and cc is kind of reveling in it and <laughs> You have the broken refrigerator, and they have more problems with that refrigerator. <laughs> the only time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that one is uh, was a funny one. Uh, that's that's episode seven. So that was like our third or fourth, uh, our third episode of the podcast. All right. So then at number three, uh, we have stop the wedding. I want to get off. And this one, I th- I think maybe I bumped the score, bumped it higher than probably, you, I don't know if you two would, but I, I just, <laughs> it's really romantic and it's funny and, and the whole, it, it really starts to build the romantic tension between uh, Fran and uh, Mr. Sheffield because the whole idea of 
his sister falling in love with the chauffeur and, and you know imagine falling in love with someone you work with and niles at the end like i love all that stuff it's great it was a good one yeah. but do get one of fran's most ugliest outfits that she wore it's another nomination is the long red skirt and renaissance top that she oh wore gosh. to the wedding <laughs> oh, <laughs> the wedding yes. y'all <laughs> This was what she thought was appropriate for the wedding. For like, it wasn't he a duke or a lord yes. or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was oh. so bad. It's like, oh my gosh, I hate stop it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. And so uh, that uh, that's a, a high candidate, I feel like, for worst uh, of the season. <laughs> All right, then at number two, we have uh, Ode to Barbara Joan, uh, which is so funny. Uh, all of the Barbara Streisand stuff and Fran freaking out. I think whenever you get Fran freaking out, that's always a win. <laughs> She's so funny. And, uh, and her Streisand obsession. And, and then it also has like a nice heart to it, mm-hmm. that episode, because Cece and her father. And it's also it's like a cute funny moment when when brian's like i really it was no problem like what's wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) that was such a relatable moment for for i think everybody has those moments yeah yeah no (laughs) (laughs) i just i love the the physical comedy with her passing out at the table and i love sylvia and like her really laying on the guilt trip hard um yeah there's just so many good dynamics in this episode yeah memories yes and uh, this her her dress was beautiful oh yeah in this yeah, this is definitely episode. up there for best fashions of yes the for sure I'd say. it's a beautiful yeah. dress mm-hmm. this is what you wear for a wedding right <laughs> well no yeah. you don't want to upstage the bride but uh no <laughs> yeah well especially because it's white because it's white yeah i was like yeah. oh my god take it back larry no, don't wear that to the wedding uh <laughs> well so number one drum roll please Ooh. is <laughs> is the pilot the nanny Ooh. it's just so well done i mean every joke works and it sets up all the characters so well there's such immediate chemistry you immediately see why the fran is needed in this house uh, i mean i guess the only thing that's sort of a head scratcher is the fact that maggie would be comfortable kissing this boy like i you know she's not even she's so awkward and the, yeah. the whole rest of the episode then all of a sudden she's making out like I, it seems like a bit of a stretch but other than that it's just so well done and funny and uh and i think that it actually does have the best fashion of the whole season when she comes down with that red dress Mm -hmm. it's it's iconic it's iconic and i mean even in the song uh she's the lady in red when everybody else is wearing beige you know that that uh that that's she's one of a kind and so you immediately love Fran, and yeah. yeah. And of course, the iconic uh, leopard print that we do yeah. see later again. Yeah. Um, I think it just 
it does a great job of setting everything up quickly, introducing you to this entire cast of people and endearing you to them and making you interested and wanting to go on, you know, this ride with these these characters, which right. is what a, a good pilot should do. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. So worst look. Oh my gosh. Now, we're gonna the determining thing we've got the bride the bridesmaid's dress. And here comes the brood. We have the be- the vegetable jacket. Gosh. <laughs> and we have the long Renaissance uh oh, the skirt with Renaissance top. So <laughs> who who do you which do you pick to get signed as the worst fashion? What do you think, Colleen? I'm gonna go with the um the wedding outfit. Yeah. Because it just is not working anyway. The bridesmaid dress is more of a predictable look. I feel like you could that would be more common in in maybe other shows and such. But that that bustier whatever that i think i told you at the time reminded me of the the hallmark movie with the um the veil restaurant where they ate oh yeah yeah that's all like it was a uniform (laughs) that you'd wear to like a german restaurant yeah should be like beer garden or medieval (laughs) times or something like yes (laughs) gosh that's what it reminded me of I have to agree with you that I picked the, the horrible Renaissance outfit because she picked that of her own free will and choice. Grandfather did it. The, the, the bridesmaid's dress, she didn't have any say, so I, I, I give oh, her character a pass. Yeah. Although the vegetable vest was truly horrific. What's going on? Truly I got to go with the... Uh, I gotta go with, with Renaissance as well. I think that that was so ugly, and it was so unflattering. It did nothing for her figure. And why she would be wearing this super long skirt when the entire season she'd been wearing these little, you know, little skirts. Do you, uh, do you yeah. agree? I agree. I was. <laughs> I mean, if I were to just be looking at them, the bridesmaid's dress is. I mean, the most offensive to my yeah. eyeballs. Uh, yeah. But as we're saying, I mean. It's more forgivable because it is a bridesmaid's dress uh, in the 90s. Whereas, yeah. yeah, she chose to wear that to a Duke's wedding, like a <laughs> big event. And she went into her closet and presumably picked that out. And it's a baffling choice. Yeah. And the vegetables, I mean, they baffled my mind too. <laughs> but that's they more baffled me um, to the point where I was just like, what's going on? Um, yeah. But they definitely get an honorable mention because I the vegetable is is just a symbol for the crazy prints and things that she slapped on her clothes this uh, season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm really excited. I don't know about you guys to, to dive into season two. I I'm I mean, I haven't watched a lot of those episodes for a long time and yeah. uh, it's gonna be really fun and uh, yeah, to see what she's if we see any kind of transition. Uh, I mean, because they had to have had more budget for season two than season one. So I wonder if we'll start to see more in the fashion and some of the other stuff. We'll see some changes or or just what we'll see. It'll be interesting because I've never watched it analyzing it. And Mm -hmm. uh, so, and that's always a different experience a little bit. Uh, than just just passively watching it's like watching it new almost mm-hmm. in a way like I, yeah. there's a lot of things i had forgotten i remembered pieces parts of a lot of these episodes but i did not remember yeah. all of them 
but it's nice to just watch them in sequence and see the transition and the, the growth. Yeah, I think so. So a fun fact, do you all want to take a guess at what the highest rated and lowest rated according to viewership was in this first season? Ooh. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to guess... Mm, man, it's I hard to no know idea. without knowing what weekend and stuff. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, uh, maybe the um, uh, maybe the Christmas episode as the highest or lowest? As the highest. As the highest. Okay. Because people are. What about Barbara and... Streisand? Maybe even though people didn't know, well, they wouldn't have known. She wasn't going to be on there. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was thinking that... that one, but she wasn't actually on there. So yeah, they could have built it as if. maybe i it's that uh but i don't know that's my i I guess the christmas one just because maybe people were off off a break and it had been long enough on the air to build some momentum maybe i don't know so so the top one awkwardly i don't know kind of out of nowhere is episode five here comes the brood oh it got 20.3 million viewers probably because of twig probably because of twiggy yeah i don't know that's um that's the, uh, stop the wedding yeah so that's a lot of viewers that just doesn't yeah. exist anymore <laughs> it, it must just barely something yeah it just barely beat out the finale which had 19.1 viewers so oh, that was close the finale and then the lowest rated came at um episode 17 stop the wedding i want to get off but in 9.7 million interesting oh wow that's surprising that a guest think it might be a little more yeah the guest and actually even the barbara streisand one only got 9.9 million so it just she had a little bit of a lull near the end of the season it looks like before everybody watched the finale and ramped back into it (laughs) a lot of times it probably depends on what's the lead-in yeah especially yeah. for a new show like that yeah. they, yeah. uh, and it, i mean and it had a, a strong debut just as a fun fact it, it debuted with 15 million viewers so it must have had a pretty good lead-in when when it debuted mm-hmm. for a brand new show uh, a new talent really because yeah. fran you know people didn't really know about fran drescher beforehand it wasn't yeah. like a household name right yeah well very interesting that's cool well we had a lot of time uh, we had a well Ah, sorry well we had a lot of fun covering this season it was great and thank you so much you guys for for doing this and we'll look forward to season two let us know if you're listening what your ranking would be what were your favorite what did we skip some terrible fashion please let us know we (laughs) talk about it uh turtlenecks and other exciting things uh we would love to hear your thoughts go to francast14 on twitter share with us your your thoughts on the episodes we'd love that so much and uh and larry where can people find you yeah you can find me on twitter instagram and youtube all at lc screen talk great and colleen i am at um twitter and instagram at lily44094 great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on Rotten Tomatoes, so please check that out and make sure you're following the Hallmarkies podcast, which is our, our sister podcast. So uh, that would be great. And we have our merch store, which has Frankcast merch. So make Ooh. sure you're looking at that. There'll be a link in the description. We have our patron group, which we appreciate that as well so much. So 
thanks so much and we'll be back next week i'll talk to y'all later bye everyone bye, bye.